the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Israeli Defense Forces Lieutenant Colonel Peter Lerner says Hezbollah fighters in Lebanon and Israeli forces have exchanged fire. I would highly recommend that Hezbollah watch very closely what is happening to Hamas and their organization in Gaza as we speak. If they have, they should be very cautious of cross, crossing that threshold because we are um, determined to defend the state of Israel. That audio courtesy of ABC News this week with George Stephanopoulos. Hundreds of thousands of residents of Gaza seeking to heed the order from the Israelis and evacuate. Gaza's 2.3 million civilians facing a deepening struggle for food and water and medicine they're bracing for from the looming invasion a week after the Hamas terrorists hit Israel. This is SRN News. This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Former President Donald Trump is indicted yet again. Senator Tom Cotton. I think it's another politicized prosecution that's more befitting of a third world banana republic than our great country. Join us for our program and sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Every Saturday evening at 7 and Sunday nights at 11, here on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Clean Comedy Night with author and comedian Jeff Allen is Thursday, November 16th at 7 p.m. at Celebration Church in Lakeville. Tickets are available. Visit am1280thepatriot.com for more information and how you can get $10 off per ticket. From the Genovations Regen Weather Center, tonight's low around 40 degrees with clear skies throughout your evening and overnight hours. Tomorrow for your Monday, mostly sunny, high in the mid-50s. You're listening to AM 1280 The Patriot. Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back of hour number two of the broadcast, we'd like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone call, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments or questions. And if you want to check out the live stream of our broadcast, feel free to do so. Just go to the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. And if you haven't given us a like or a follow as of yet, why the heck not? Feel free to do so. Give it, Like I say, give us a like or a follow. And as always, uh, we appreciate you tuning in. You can leave a comment on our comment thread. Like our good friend, Wild Wilson. Has done. Wild uh, from the great state of Texas. Uh, thanks for checking in. And thank you, as always, for uh, checking out our myriad broadcasts. I'm going to kind of take a little transition. And we do have our technology guru, by the way, uh, D. Greg Scott, joining us starting the next segment. But before I do, I get into that, I have to say something about uh, the Minnesota Twins season. Uh, those of you who listen to the show for any length of time, you know I'm a sports nut. I love uh, pretty much all sports. However, Major League Baseball and National Football League, so very, so obviously the Twins and Vikings respectively, are kind of like 1A and 1B in my book. I mean, those are my favorite sports. And been sp- fans of both franchises since the late 70s, so a long time. And... 
I was just grateful that the Twins, before they bowed out of this most recent postseason, finally, finally won a postseason game. Now, you all have heard the story of how how long it's been since they last won a playoff game, October of 2004. And... I remember where I was watching the game that night. I was kind of talking with Spencer off air, uh, telling him about uh, last time I saw a Twins playoff win. By the way, I've had the show for a little over 11 years. I've never talked about a Twins playoff victory on my radio show. Because it hadn't happened. And I remember when they finally broke through and won a playoff game a couple of weeks ago, uh, a little less than two weeks ago, I guess, when they finally beat Toronto game one of the American League wildcard series, I went on Facebook. I said, you know, I'd look back at my previous social media posts about how I celebrated a Twins playoff victory, but Facebook's only been around since 2006. You know, so I couldn't do that. And my blog, bradcarlson.org, I started my blog 22 days after the Twins last won a playoff game. So in the history of my blog, I never wrote about a Twins playoff victory until, like I say, a little less than two weeks ago. So they finally exercised the Demons. They broke the 18-game losing streak, having never won a playoff game since 2004. And by the way, that 18-game losing streak, that was the longest playoff losing streak in North American sports history. Sports. Not baseball, just sports. And someone broke down the numbers. It is almost statistically impossible to lose 18 consecutive postseason baseball games. But the Twins somehow did it. Someone calculated the odds as almost 7 billion with a B, 7 billion to 1. Don't know how they came up with those odds, but you know what? Uh, We'll go with it. So I, I can't tell you how unlikely it was that this collection broke the losing streak because there were multiple times during the 2023 twin season that I threw up my hands and said, I am just done with this bleeping team. I'm done with them. I just, I'm tired of watching this ineptitude because early in the season, it was literally a liability for this team to load the bases because they would never score runs with the bases loaded. This team set a all time record for strikeouts by a lineup in Major League Baseball history. It was like over 1,600. So basically, they struck out 10 times per game. You're giving away outs. And I get it. Some people say, well, you know, an out's an out. Well, yeah, but if you have the bases loaded and you strike out, you you literally, there's literally no chance to score a run. Whereas if the bases are loaded and you make contact with the pitch, it could find a hole somewhere or it could go through a, uh, or it could go off the, uh, an infielder's glove and into the out and score a run or two. Okay, if you at least put the ball in play, you have a chance to do something with the bases loaded. But this team was striking out at a historic pace. And, of course, the postseason ended with a thud after they tied the the Astros with a uh, one-to-one in the division series. Like, all right, we got something here. The ace of our staff, the ace of our pitching staff, Pablo Lopez, pitched an awesome game, game two on the road. And we finally got a victory. The division series, we're going back home. Oh, man, win those two games at home. We're off to the LCS against uh, against uh, against Texas, and this team handled Texas during the regular season. And all of a sudden, we Twins fans, we had visions of going to the World Series dancing in our head, and within 72 hours, those visions uh, came to a grinding halt. Because in the, over the final two games, home games, games three and four, the Twins got amassed six hits but struck out 28 times in those two games combined. And that was kind of a microcosm of their season. Great, good, solid starting pitching, but horrible offense. Now, I get it. Sonny Gray got knocked around in game one, but that's only because uh, with a runner on first, Alex Kirloff, first baseman, flubbed a grounder that ended up going for double. So instead of a double play, two outs, nobody on. All of a sudden, you had runners in second and third, and the Astros are a good lineup. They're going to take advantage of it. And boom, before you know it, it's 4 nothing. before the Twins even had a chance to come to it, to it bat. But here's the thing that I was encouraged by was the crowds at these games. The Twins sold out each of their four playoff games, and enthusiasm was palpable. It was back. 
And I think you can largely attribute that to a couple of things. Number one, a lot of the Twins fans who said, you know, win a playoff game, then come talk to me. Okay, they beat Toronto in game one of the wild card series. And then it's like, okay, win a playoff series, then come talk to me. Okay, they they won the next day, game two, sweep the series. They win their first playoff series since 2002. And then the fans really got into it against Houston. And even though they were down four to nothing and then six to one, it was six to one in the sixth inning, I believe it was, and the Twins loaded the bases. The fans were still excited on the edge of the seats. No one had left because they were just wanting, they would just give us a reason to explode and to just have a blast at a playoff game. And unfortunately, the Twins, as they want to do, didn't score with the bases loaded and they end up losing nine to one. And then there was a there was uh, and again the place was rocking the following uh, game where Royce Lewis, you know, again uh, the next Twin superstar, hit a solo home run, his fourth home run of the postseason to give the Twins an early lead, and the place was just rocking. To me, that was that was the best part about this run, is the fact that the fans were back and involved again. My wife and I went to the very first playoff game at Target Field. It was the inaugural season, 2010. The Twins won their division, and it was game one against the Yankees, of course, in the division series. And early in the game, Michael Kadire hit a two-run homer to give the Twins an early 2 to nothing lead, and that place just about came apart. My wife and I had gone to like 10, 15 home games that year because we had partial season tickets or for like I think it was 10 to 15 games, don't remember which. And it every game was sold out. The Twins drew like 3.2 million fans in – in 2010 every game was sold out so it was a fun atmosphere in the regular season but the playoffs were at another level and like I say when Kadir hit that two run homer seriously you I felt the noise of that place it was incredible and then of course the following year they lost 99 games then 96 games then 96 games again then 92 games they had a decent season in 2015, but then lost 103 games in 2016. It's like fans have been waiting for a reason to come back, and now they have a reason to come back because they finally exercised the demons of winning playoff games. And here's another thing. Here's, a, here's another thing that's most encouraging for Major League Baseball as a whole is you're now appealing to a younger generation. This was baseball's big problem. A lot of young people – were more into the NBA and the NFL than they were Major League Baseball because they looked at Major League Baseball as just boring and a slog, and there's way too much time. It was taking three and a half, sometimes four hours to play a nine-inning game. So this year, they implemented the pitch clock, where if there's nobody on base, the pitcher, once he gets the ball back from the catcher, had, I don't know, what was it, 15 seconds to deliver a pitch? And if there's a runner on base, they get 20 seconds. And you only had so many throws over to first base. You know, things that were dragging down the game. And I was very skeptical it would work. Well, guess what? It worked. It shaved close to a half hour per game off the time. So that's good. And attendance was up. Also a good sign. So this is good. The Twins are moving in the right direction. They have their undeniable ace starting pitcher, Pablo Lopez. This was the best pitching staff. I've been, again, a Twins fan for nearly 50 years. This was the best pitching staff they've had since they won the World Series in 1991, in my opinion. Because you had uh, Pablo Lopez became the ace. Sonny Gray was kind of your de facto ace when they traded for him in 2022. Uh, and, you know, he's still ace-type material, but he's a veteran guy, and I don't know if he'll be back. He's he may be gone via free agency, but Lopez is your ace. And the back end of that bullpen, I mean, it's invaluable when you've got three fireballers at the back of that bullpen in Brock Stewart, Griffin Jackson, Yuan Duran. It shortens the game. This was how the Kansas City Royals got to the World Series in 2015 and almost won it because they had uh, Jordan, uh, uh, I believe it was, uh, was it was it Kelvin Herrera? Kelvin Herrera in, in, uh, in the seventh inning. Wade Davis in the eighth and Greg Holland in the ninth, and it, they were lights out. So when you can shorten a game to six innings, you have a lead after six innings, and you have a 90-plus percent chance of winning a game if you're up by just one run, that's huge. And the Twins have that. So they need to augment, maybe get another good reliever or two because Louis Varlin and Chris Paddock will probably move into the rotation once Sonny Gray and Kenta Maeda move on via free agency. I think Maeda's as good as gone. Gray may still hang around, but I, I'm leaning toward he's probably gone. 
But you still have a real good starting staff with Pablo Lopez at the top, then with Bailey Ober, Joe Ryan, and then Paddock and Varland. The back end of the bullpen I, I talked about, you could maybe augment it with a free agent signing or two as well as some guys in the minor leagues. And then I think your infield's pretty well solid. Royce Lewis at third, Carlos Correa at short, Edouard Julian, good young hitter at second. Ryan Jeffers proved that he could be an everyday catcher. I don't think I don't I don't think Christian Vasquez even played in the in the postseason. They and they signed him to a three year deal prior to this season, free agent deal. So we'll see. First base, that's your big question mark. Alex Kirloff hurt again. I'm done with Kirloff, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, so if you may have to go out and get a right-handed bat, you know, that can play first base, great. Uh, Byron Buxton, I'm going to move forward with the assumption that he just can't play the outfield anymore. You can't keep him around as a designated hitter. He's way too streaky. So I don't know what you do with Buxton. He's still under contract. Just hope that he can play some outfield. But I'm all for bringing back Michael A. Taylor. Uh, he's a free agent, so hopefully they can bring him back. Uh, Matt Walner. Good young corner outfielder, bring him up. Uh, and then, I don't know, maybe bring Trevor Larnick back. I'm I'm done with Kepler. Again, this front office seems to have an odd fascination with Kepler. I don't know. I don't understand the appeal, but Kepler needs to be gone. Uh, he's got a $1 million buyout. I hope they exercise it. Just be rid of him because ever since the Bomba Squad season of 2019, he's really done nothing. And someone had a stat, 50 plate appearances in the postseason. He's like, I think, 6 for 50 with Nary and RBI. I'm done with them. I'm done with them. So the pitching staff has proven that they've got some good young arms that will be around for a long time. Now if they can just somehow change their philosophy in the batting order where they don't strike out so much. If you need to get a different hitting coach, maybe get a veteran bat in or two that can actually make some contact. These young players like Julian and Walner – uh, and and uh, maybe bring Larnick back, Royce Lewis. They're going to evolve. They're going to get better. They're going to become more professional hitters where they put the bat on the ball, and not strike out so much. But you know uh, how you how you get around that with some of these veteran guys. I have no idea. Jorge Polanco is another guy. They have a one million dollar buyout. Where do you where do you put him? If he can play first base, great. I'd love to have that bat in the lineup. But I don't know that you want to. But otherwise, if they bring him back, it's ten and a half million. You want him to be a designated hitter. I mean, I guess, you know, they had Joey Gallo and he struck out like 50% of his plate appearances. So if you bring back Polanco as a designated hitter slash utility infield, because he can play second, the best of all the positions, but he can also be serviceable at third or short. So I don't know. But my point in saying this is every time we were encouraged about a twin season going into the off season and they made some moves, people say, wow, yeah, that's great. But they can't even win a flipping playoff game. Well, they've done that. So now we can genuinely move forward with excitement saying, hey, a postseason run is possible because they've actually won a playoff game. So, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a lot of fun. Uh, I, I, you know, again, when I was watching game one of the 2004 division series at Mac- Patrick McGovern's pub in downtown St. Paul, if someone would have said to me, enjoy this because this is the last playoff game the Twins are going to win for 19 years, I wouldn't have been able to comprehend that. And the fact it's been that long is just absolutely incredible. But here we are. The the, the demons uh, have been exercised. I uh, You know, Houston, again, this is Houston's seventh consecutive trip to the league championship series. This is a juggernaut they were going against. And they held their own. Uh, they, they should have, again... They they bounced into two double plays in the first two innings in game one of the division series against Justin Verlander and the Astros. And as it was, they rallied from down 5 nothing to get within 5-4, and they still had opportunities. Game four, you know, they got within 3-2, to two, had opportunities. So, okay, they need to get over the next hurdle. So they're definitely building on something, but there's still some work to be done. But I am highly encouraged of where this team is going, the direction they're going in. And for once, I'm actually optimistic about a postseason run because I was one of those who was saying, yeah, a postseason run, I guess, is possible, but they haven't won a playoff game in 19 years. So we shall see. So hot stove season, bring it on. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NARN show. Or check us out at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where we have the live stream of the broadcast up and running. Brad Carlson, the closer, back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere.
Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com. Get ready for an unforgettable night of laughter with the hilarious comedian Jeff Allen. Not only do I have attention deficit, I'm also a functioning hypochondriac. Don't miss your chance to see Jeff Allen's Are We There Yet comedy tour. Those days I've convinced myself I need an ambulance. By the time I get to the phone to call one, I've been distracted four or five times. Join us on Thursday, November 16th at Celebration Church in Lakeville. Go to am1280thepatriot.com and save up to $10 per ticket. That's am1280thepatriot.com. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at crazy low prices. They have access to great prices and discounts at over 500 different airlines. Plus 300,000 hotels and rental car companies. Their prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you You'll save. You can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find the best price for you. Call SmartFares today and get ready to see the world with a fat wallet. 800-989-0841. 800-989-0841. 800-989-0841. That's 800-989-0841. Looking for a new way to give back to your community, learn new skills, and make a real difference? Consider volunteering with your local fire department. The majority of U.S. firefighters and emergency responders are volunteers, answering the call when their community needs them. Be part of a dedicated team of volunteers who step up and protect their community from all types of hazards. You can be the difference. There's no typical firefighter. Anyone can volunteer to serve their community. Volunteering as a first responder is really about having the heart and drive to make a difference where it's needed most. Aside from helping your community and being there for those in need, being a member of the Volunteer Fire Service provides many benefits, including an opportunity to learn new skills and join a family that will serve with you, always have your back, and train you to be the best version of yourself. Your community needs you. Will you answer the call? Learn more and find a local volunteer opportunity at makemeafirefighter.org. That's makemeafirefighter.org. Hi, John Wichko, owner of Advantage Autoglass, your local autoglass specialist. Take the hassle out of windshield repair at replacemywindshield.com. That's replacemywindshield.com. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. This is me, Brad Carlson. Thanks always for tuning in. And here to take your phone call, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Or check out our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where we have the live stream of the broadcast up and running. Excuse me. And as always, we uh, appreciate you tuning in. Always honored, of course, to be joined by our technology guru. It's official, unofficial Northern Alliance Radio Network technology guru, but whatever. D. Greg Scott. <laughs> that's D as in Daniel. DGregscott.com is his website. Uh, Greg is always uh, willing to share uh, anything uh, regarding technology, cybersecurity. Of course, uh, talk about his latest book that he is feverishly working on. So much to get to and uh, so little time. Uh, Greg Scott, always good to have you in the broadcast, hey, sir. Thank, How are you? Oh, thanks for having me here. Good to good to be here. I see myself on video here. It's just backwards. i got to raise the other arm. There, there. you go. There you Hi, go. Hi, Mom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we do it. Uh, like I did mention to listeners, we have the live stream up and running, yeah. so it, uh, it's going on uh, each and every week. So uh, I know we've talked a little bit uh, off air via email. This was something I, it was, it's funny. I was going to reach out to you about this, and coincidentally, you happened to email me talking <laughs> uh-huh. about. Uh, the uh, the uh, technology industry and and as we know in any company today how important cybersecurity is technology we talk about it every time you're in here and there's a lot of anecdotes to share and we'll get to that in a little bit yeah but one thing that was uh, uh, I guess shall we say rather sobering considering uh, what's going on in uh, Israel this uh, past eight days and we'll share how that's relevant in, in mm-hmm. and, I, and I, for some reason I just let me sorry folks. 
Occasionally that happens where my uh, browser refreshes and I lose the story I'm on. Oh, uh, NBCnews.com okay. talks about a 23andMe user data targeting Ashkenazi Jews leaked online. Uh, very disturbing trend. For those of you who don't uh, understand, 23andMe is, I believe, a genealogy database yeah, where people yeah. submit their DNA and you can find... Spit, uh, spit into a test tube and yeah. send it, and they, and they tell you about your DNA. And Never been comfortable to. with that. I've not indulged in that. Um, but nevertheless, uh, we learned about this particular hack, and you have to, if they're targeting a specific segment of the population, particularly members... Of the Jewish faith, yeah, uh, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say uh, it's probably uh, doesn't not feel party good, does invitations. It? Right, yeah, Greg's yeah, yeah. So okay, if you're apparently with 23andMe, well, I'll, I'll tell you another story in a second. But what I read about with 23andMe, and I am not a 23andMe customer. So what I read about with 23andMe is you spit you spit into this into this tube, you send it off, they analyze your DNA, and now you log into 23andMe. And you have access to thousands of other people that might be related to you, right? Right. And so you can you can get all these profiles and look at them. So what the tw- so that's a that's a problem. That's that we call that an access control problem. That's duh. Mm-hmm. There <laughs> is a phrase for it. Yes, yeah, access yeah, control yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, a permission model that might need some work. And so if if Alice is a member of Twenty Three and Me. And Alice uses the same password for her banking and her Facebook and her LinkedIn and her Twitter and everything else under the sun. Somebody steals Alice's Twitter password, and now they try to log in as Alice to all these different systems. Hey, here's a hit with 23andMe. Let's go, let's go snag all the profiles of everybody Alice can talk to, which is a whole bazillion people. That's what the attackers did. According to what 23andMe said, nobody, nobody broke, nobody Nobody entered the system with, with illegally. Nobody broke into any vulnerabilities or they anything. They didn't have to. No, they just stole somebody's password. Right. Now, that brings up a point right there. That that attack is not real interesting. The consequences are super interesting, mm-hmm. but the attack itself is right. a yawner for, you know, for, 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 <laughs> for elite cybersecurity people. But it's, a, do but so. it's an overarching <clears throat> lesson, which you've talked about many times on the show. Look, you know, we talk about cybersecurity. You think it's just this big... Uh, you know, yeah, mind-blowing yeah. experience. Well, no, sometimes it's simple, very simple yeah, things yep, that can yep, happen. Dirt, yep, yep, Ex- exactly. The fundamentals count. Now, Alice is at fault because she used her same password for everything. Shame on you, Alice. Don't do that. If you're out there in the audience and your password is like the word password for everything everything you log into under the sun, well, don't do that. That's just stupid. And most you, sites don't even allow just a simple word. You have to have characters and numerals. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. so P at sign SSW0RD, bang. Yeah. Now you meet the profile. But you know what? <laughs> Bad guys know that good guys do that kind of stupid stuff. So don't do that kind of stupid stuff. Right. Use different passwords. Now, that's your fault out there for, for, for that <laughs> victim, you're victim blaming, Greg. Well, yeah, I am because it's your fault. <laughs> now here, no, but but there's more. The twenty on the twenty three and Me side, we you we we've all heard of this by now. Two factor authentication, two yes. FA, you it, abbreviated two and then FA. Mm-hmm. So the way we do two factor authentication today, it's not perfect. We send a code to your cell phone. So the idea is there's three factors about us that. Brad, there's three factors about you that define that you're you. There's stuff that you know, there's stuff that you are, and there's stuff that you possess. And two of those, if we can, if we can match two of those three factors, we can be pretty well assured that you're you. Mm-hmm. So uh, something that you know might be a password, or it might be your mother's maiden name. But if you're if if if, if you're going to do stuff like that, your mother's maiden name was not Carlson. It was it was Hootenanny Smith. Use you know you something know? random. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Don't you don't have to tell the truth on those on those on those questions, and but and then something you have will be your cell phone or maybe your email or maybe something else. And something you are could be a fingerprint or an eyeball scan or 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 a DNA scan. Because speaking of twenty three and me, so we take two of those factors, we match two of those factors, and you're you. So the way most of the t- most of the time, the way we do that is with cell phone. So we send a code to your cell phone if the code matches. You send in the code if the code matches. You're good. How is it that they that that these people let their passwords go? That's bad for Alice, but it's bad for Twenty Three and Me that they didn't they didn't back that up with Two FA. And so shame on both of you guys. Shame on both on both sides of it. You guys both screwed up, and that's why that's why you got penetrated. 
Yeah, and and like you say, you, you hate to hate to be victim blaming, but these are very simple, fundamental things that both sides, whether yeah, it be yeah. the u- user or those who provide the service, could definitely implement. Well, we do have uh, up against the break already, Greg Scott. Uh, Holy moly! Yeah, wow. Greg had a uh, twin story he wants to share because he bounced off my uh, twins uh, rant. <laughs> Not it's necessarily a rant in the first segment, but I, w- I want to hear this. I want to hear this. All right. DGregScott.com is his website. We'll be back to talk about uh, technology stuff, twins, all sorts of good stuff right here <laughs> in the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. This decade may be the worst one yet to retire in. That's why you need the most current retirement information. For more than 30 years, Bob Carlson has been helping investors stay ahead of turbulent markets and money-grubbing politicians. Now, more than ever, you need to subscribe to Bob Carlson's Retirement Watch. Bob makes sure his Retirement Watch readers are getting independent advice on all aspects of retirement. It's advice you won't get anywhere else. When you subscribe to Retirement Watch, you'll get 12 months of the newsletter. You'll also get five model portfolios. Plus, you'll get immediate access to the Retirement Watch private website with tons of special reports. You'll also get an online spending calculator to help you deal with inflation. Plus, exclusive conference calls with Bob Carlson, answering your retirement questions live, all for as little as $49.95. Try it for 30 days, and if you're not satisfied, cancel and we'll refund your money. Sound fair? Sign up today at retirementelders.com. Retirementelders.com. That's retirementelders.com. C.S. Lewis once said, Education without values seems to make man a more clever devil. A Christian education is the solution to this problem and can be yours for half price for your child's first year. TwinCitiesTuitions.com and area schools are working together to make this a reality for families just like yours. Now you can equip your child with the knowledge and moral foundation needed for them to make an impact in today's world. To see the full list of participating half-off tuition institutions, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Did you know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep. I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No No wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, Record-setting four-time Emmy Award winner Michelle Tafoya discusses politics and the state of our culture, free from mainstream media pressures. That means you'll find unhindered commentary and astute observations that bring greater depth to the topic at hand. Insight from subject matter experts and thought leaders round out the conversation. Watch the Michelle Tafoya podcast free on YouTube or stream via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Hey, welcome back. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. It's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. Six five one two eight nine four four eight is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N A R N Show for comments or questions. And don't forget to check out our Facebook page at the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And we do have the live stream of the broadcast up and running. And uh, Wild Wilson checks in from Texas. He says hello to Greg Scott. So. Hey, Wild. Yeah, yeah. Wild is a very loyal listener, always yeah. checks into the live stream. So yeah, we we're, appreciate we're it. We're Facebook friends now. I like, I, like, I like when we go back and forth on our remodeling projects. Are you a fan of polka music? Because uh, Wild has something for you. I think, really? Yeah, he's the biggest purveyor of polka music probably in the state of Texas now, I would, I would venture to say. 
When he was up here in the Midwest, probably not so much. It was quite, you know, the, the polka milieu in the Midwest, probably a lot more popular than, say, down in I, Texas. I Wild, you a, can verify that if you if you so I, desire. I, I want to see a link to an MP4, man. Yeah. <laughs> put, put that in a comment. I'll play it. Uh, fantastic. I yeah. love it. So, yeah. again, uh, D. Greg Scott uh, joining us. Check out his website, D as in Daniel, dgregscott.com. I'll also link to Greg Scott's uh, website at uh, my blog, bradcarlson.org, or the post promoting today's show uh you know greg was out in the uh in the uh, waiting room control room conference room whatever you want to call it uh while i was on my uh, twins screed <laughs> in the first segment you have a twins memory about their postseason futility I do. Greg 2006 Scott. 2006, I 2006 so we just looked it up on the uh, on the i the only, this is the, all i remember about the 2006 playoffs i blotted the rest of that horrible memory out of my mind understand but, yeah but there was a play uh, against the oakland a's and i think it was in the metrodome it was it was a it was a it was a line drive to short center field, Torrey Hunter charged the ball. He dove for the ball. The ball went under his glove, under his body, under his legs, and rolled all the way to the fence. It was an inside the park home run, and all Torrey could do was stand there on his knees and just look sad. He just looked sad. Yeah. And that was I watched that video on a computer. It was one of the very, very, very first times we could do video on a computer. It's 2023 now, and nobody remembers way back in 2006. You know, we we think we've watched videos on computers forever. But yeah, we right. Correct. That's the way technology works. Nobody remembers how it used to be before the I think YouTube came year. around that, yeah, that year. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I, I watched this video over and over and over and over and over again from different angles and stopped it and started it and sl- and zoomed in and panned out, and that's why it burned into my brain. It was that, that's all I remember from that playoff game. I don't follow sports the way you do, but that, that I was trying to get people interested in Internet video at the time and, and interactive two-way Internet video where you, could, where you could get this revolutionary, you could meet each other, face-to-face, over video, across the Internet. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah, love it. Yeah, yeah, I did that. I did that in 2005. How about that? I actually started in 2004, and everybody, no, when, when everybody You were said, ahead of your time, Greg yeah, Scott. Yeah, yeah. Ahead of my, yep, ahead of my time, and nobody cares. That's the story of my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I do remember that. It was a, 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 you know, uh, the Twins. This is kind of a microcosm of their postseason futility. You know, I talked about how they had this much better pitching staff, one of the best pitching staffs they've had since their World Series run in the early 90s. As a Twins fan, I'm making that statement. I'm sticking to it. Uh, <laughs> but And to show you, it's like, yeah, they had the Cy Young Award winner, Johan Santana, start Game 1. Okay, great. But in Game 2, Boof Bonzer was your Game 2 starter. When you have to start Boof Bonzer <laughs> in a playoff game, you know that, uh, yeah, you may not have the uh, surplus of starters that you need to make a deep postseason run. The guy who hit that inside the park home run for Oakland, a, ge- a gentleman by the name of Mark Kotze, who today is the Oakland A's manager. Oh, man. Poor guy. They, I think they lost like 115 games this year or something like that. Uh, oh, Oakland yeah, is yeah, awful. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, uh, but great memories all. Uh, I can say they're great memories now because we've exercised the playoff demons, but maybe before – if you were to tell that story, if they were in the midst of their playoff losing streak, I'll say, Greg, I'm going to go get some water. You tell your story. I can't, I can't be here for this. But uh, uh, we do want to we'll get to a the, caller. Yeah, uh, line we'll do one. the World Series next year. There you go. Line one, Bob in Shoreview has a question regarding passwords. Bob, good to hear from you, sir. You are on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hi, Bob. Hi. Uh, I've had a question that's bugging me for a long time. Like sometimes you hear about these super sophisticated programs that are able to try thousands of different combinations until they crack your password. Yes. Yet I've been to some some sites and I've tried to log into some devices that only allow you 10 tries. Now, why can't the passwords be protected by limiting it to something like 10 tries? Um, Sometimes they can. Some, some systems do that. Some systems are less smart than others. They're, there is no universal standard for how we deal with passwords. That that's one thing, you know. Um, you remember back um, the um, San Bernardino murders in um, what year was that? Twenty fifteen was twenty fifteen. Somebody um, a, 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 and some terrorist sprayed a bunch of people and murdered a bunch of people, and the FBI wanted to get inside this Apple phone. And the Apple phone was going to brick itself if, the, if after, I think it was 10 retries. I think it was 10. I'm not sure if the number was 10. I'm doing this from just pure from memory off, sure. off the cuff. And so the, so the FBI went, had a, there was a big deal. They wanted Apple to do some engineering so that, so that they could get inside that phone. The FBI eventually contracted with somebody. Anyway, different 
different systems do that, they'll after after a certain number of retries that your your account is locked out and you have to call a human to fix it back up again. Some systems do, some systems don't. Everybody makes their own design design decisions. Is Bob still with us? Everybody to okay. do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Bob. We uh, you kind of cut out again. What, 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 would you repeat that? Uh, why why can't uh, everybody just be forced to you know allow only ten or twenty tries? Oh, why can't everybody? Oh boy, why why is the sky blue? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there, there 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 is no central authority that decides this stuff. Every Amazon does things its way, Google does things its way, and Microsoft does things their way, and every every website operator does things their own way. Sometimes, sometimes you so, another another tactic you can do is after say three retries, you you disable everything for a random interval centered around say five minutes. So then, even if you get it right, you don't get in, and you just have to go away and 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 twiddle your thumbs for for about five minutes, plus or minus a standard deviation away. And so there, there's tactics like that, that 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 some places use that are effective. Why don't they all do it that way? You know what, Bob? There's a seg. You you gave me a good segue because the cybersecurity team is burned out a lot of times, and they just people just don't think it through. That happens a lot. That happens a lot. Yeah. While we're on the topic Thanks, of password. Yeah. Oh, go Thanks ahead. for the call, Bob. We oh, appreciate it. Yeah, oh, go okay. ahead. Oh, did Bob hang up? Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, we, Bob. We had to let Bob go. No, okay. we had to let, let Bob go because okay. we, you know, we're short on time. Oh, but yeah, okay. Bob right. understand, Bob's a regular caller to the show, so he all certainly right, understands all right. it. Well, yeah. all, right, all right, Bob. While we're on the topic of passwords, lot, and I, now I'm going to go against conventional wisdom here. This is Greg's opinion. Other people will give you different opinions. <laughs> How do I get? But I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What, what the conventional wisdom for passwords says Use a password that's a random string of upper and lowercase characters and special characters and numbers. So like two one X three seven five three bang is a bang you know Harry. That's a password. Nobody can. Re, complex passwords like that are good because they're hard to guess. They're bad because they're hard to remember. And and that's a great. And, and I'm glad you brought that up because this is something I've thought about. You know, it's like I've got so many different websites I log into, and this is how this twenty three and Me hack occurred is because this person used. The, the same, same password, password for yeah, all yeah, of their stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because they're hard to because complex passwords are hard to remember. And I and I understand that. So what would you recommend for people Pass, as far as a storage to pass, store all these passwords? Well, forget storage. Hang on, hang, hold on that for a minute. Okay, fair now, enough. You use a piece of paper under your mattress, but pa- <laughs> pass phrases. Pass I'm old phrases. school. I could do that, Greg. Scott. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. You know, it doesn't have to be fancy. There, there, there's actually there's a horror story out there about some of these password, uh, these password holding companies. There's horror stories out there about those those companies getting penetrated. Oh gosh! So yeah, I can only you imagine. know, I mean, that's it's, so they're, meta. They're, they're targets. Yeah. They're, you know, somebody sooner or later, some sooner or later, somebody's going to get clumsy and they're going to get penetrated. So there's there's a little bit tongue in cheek about a piece of paper under your mattress, but not a hundred percent tongue in cheek. But here's the other tactic you can use. Use pass phrases. Okay. Okay. So a pass phrase could be, um, I like pass phrases. That's a pass phrase. It's all one word. Do it all lowercase. And maybe I and then capital L and like. And then, the, and then pass phrases. Use an at sign, P-H-R, at sign, S-E-S. And then, and then maybe okay. for, a, maybe for a, uh, put a stick of bang in there. Some, a bang, sorry. An expression mark in there someplace. I'm going to slip into my IT line. I'll, I'll say the word bang. That means expression mark, but it's easier to say bang because expression marks a lot of syllables and it, and it wastes time. So, so we just say bang. So use, use a passphrase and insert your special characters and numbers appropriately, and then, now you meet the complexity requirements and you can remember it. So it's, it's just as it's, it, they're hard. They're hard to attack, and they're easy to remember. They're good both ways. Or you could, you know, you could use actual voice passwords, like you know, like they did in the office. You know, where the receptionist, in order to buzz you in, you have to answer the phrase. You know, like, you know, the <laughs> the tea in Nepal is very hot, <laughs> but the coffee in Peru is much hotter. Yeah. See, yeah. when Dwight said, "But the coffee in Peru is far hotter." Yep. Not good enough. He there's, didn't say it right, so he had to get sprayed yeah. down. You know, because actually, there's actually that's actually there's actually a protocol about that. There's actually a name for that protocol, a challenge protocol. That's yes, what that's yes. Called. And and I'll give you a variation on that too. This is a little bit quickie personal story. I I come from a weird family, and I have I have my don't half, we all though? Yeah, I mean, yeah let's yeah, be honest. Not, yeah, it's not weird. It's unique. <laughs> 
So I have a half-sister, Tony. She lives in Idaho. If you're listening, hi, Tony, and hi, Colin, my nephew. But I have other sisters I never knew about. And my one sister, Charlene, she looked for me for 50 years, and I didn't even know about it until till we finally found each other last fall. Oh, my True gosh. True story. Wow. True okay. story. So, yeah, in tearful. That's another re- show, Greg. I yeah, want to hear about it. Yes. All right, yeah. Lots of you. But anyway, we, we, we talk, but we message back and forth on Facebook all the time. Okay, and I and I met her. I was you know just like a year ago, like I said, and I got a message from somebody <clears throat> over from Instagram claiming to be her, and she said, "Hi, Greg, how you doing?" And that just made me a little bit suspicious. And uh, so this right. is this is a tactic everybody can use. I said, "Well, hi, Charlene, how are you doing?" You know, you're usually usually you're not messaging from a usual place. How do I know that you're you? I need to ask you a question that only you and I would know the answer. I remember Charlene and I met each other a year ago. Right, right. I said, so Charlene, you remember when when I was in 11th grade and I wanted to date that cute girl? As my older sister, you wouldn't let me date her. What was that cute girl's name? Right, right. <laughs> Never answered. Uh-huh. I talked to the real Charlene. She thought that was funny. That real, it, it really was an imposter from 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 Instagram. I didn't know it was an imposter, but it really was. And so that scared the imposter Now she had she answered, come on, Greg, I didn't know you in 11th grade. Then you knew it was her, right? Exactly. Yes. Exactly. So there you go. See, the, the, the tactic is ask, ask your, the, the imposter a trick question. I like which it. The answer, the answer isn't, if they try to answer the question, they already lose. There is no answer to the question. Always, uh, always fun to be joined by D. Greg Scott in studio talking about uh, all things uh, technology, security, cybersecurity, safety. Uh, he can make these topics very fascinating. I, I love this stuff, so we'll definitely have to have you in uh, another time, Greg. But, hey, yeah, not he- so fast. We have one more segment to go on the broadcast. So, hey, if you want to uh, weigh in, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also uh, check us out via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. Or uh, check us out on our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where we have the live stream up and running. Again, one final segment on the broadcast with technology guru D. Greg Scott. All right. Yep, we'll talk about IT security workers. Indeed. This is McGruff the Crime Dog with an important message. Before you think about buying counterfeit products, think again. You're smart. Buy smart. Go for real. Learn more at McGruffPSA.org. This message is brought to you by the United States Patent and Trademark Office and the National Crime Prevention Council. Me and my wife, Lisa, would definitely recommend JTR Roofing. Hey, it's Mike from Chanhassen. The storm damage that we had was uh, golf ball size hail chunks, and it cracked some of the, the existing tiles. Putting this roof on, it, it's a little complicated. We had to take our copper gutters off that JTR helped us out on. And uh, you needed some roofers that really knew what they were doing. And we also uh, had some damage uh, on some of the sliding doors facing the lake where we live off of. And they were able to work with Marvin. And we are, we'll be putting the windows in with help from JTR on that also. JTR probably, I think what really stood out to both my wife and myself was they showed up prior to the workers starting to work every other morning just to make sure things were right. And the timing of it and the respect of the property and everything else, the workers were terrific. And, and me and my wife, Lisa, would definitely recommend JTR Roofing. Contact JTR Roofing now for your siding, roofing, and window needs. Raising a family can be tough, but sometimes you just got to laugh. Teenagers. But I believe, personally, teenagers are God's revenge on mankind. In order to provide some levity in the midst of life's chaos, AM980 The Mission is hosting comedian Jeff Allen on November 16th at Celebration Church in Lakeville. One day, God was looking down over his creation and just said, let's see how they like it to create someone of their own image who denies their existence. Jeff's stories are hysterical, and his testimony is deeply inspiring. Don't miss your chance to see Jeff in person. I have read the Bible more than once, cover to cover, and it never says how old the devil was when he rejected God's authority. My guess, 16. Comedy Night is sponsored by Mathnasium, the math learning center. Visit am980themission.com to buy tickets today and save up to $10 per ticket. Devil got his driver's license and drove to Georgia. That's all I know. 
Paige Rue here, host of Reloaded, a reality show about my life as a girl to girl raised in a gun store. Yes, you heard that right. A gun store. We're a family on range in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm a firearms instructor, and my passion is to empower Americans to exercise their Second Amendment rights. This series is full of ups and downs, laughs, family drama, and of course, a lot of ammo. Join me and my family run three successful gun ranges while I prepare for the most difficult event of my life. You can find every episode now only at SalemNow.com. TheFishTwinCities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists like Matthew West, Toby Mack, For King and Country, and many more. Stream along at TheFishTwinCities.com, download the free app, or listen on your Amazon smart speaker. Hey, welcome back. AM 12 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network, one wow. final segment on the broadcast. Hey, we still got a couple of minutes if you want to call in, 651-289-4488. That's the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And don't forget the live stream of our broadcast playing at our Facebook page, the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. As always, thank you for tuning in. Uh, Final segment with D. Greg Scott. Again, check out his website, dgregscott.com. That's D as in Daniel, dgregscott.com. Dot com. Uh, Greg, I know we uh, we talked a little bit over email. Um, this kind of all ties together in the yeah. incredible yeah. burden that technology IT employees face mm-hmm. today. We hear about all these high-profile cybersecurity hacks, and you know some people who may not read deeply into the story may not uh, get the nuance of what happened with a particular hack. Say, well, what are we paying all these technology yeah. people yeah. for if they can't <laughs> catch this stuff? And and for whatever reason. And again, it, it, I'm not saying this about my company. It doesn't pertain to my company. But I know of companies. I've worked for companies. They, for whatever reason, don't put as high a priority yeah. on technology, which is in today's day and age is insane to me, Greg Scott. IT service is like stocking toilet paper. Nobody cares until there's an outage. What did we learn about that during the pandemic, huh? Yeah, we did. I put that... I. That's the, that's the epigraph on on virus bomb book number. Two. Yeah, you were again ahead of your time, Greg Scott, on <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So there, I read, I was reading in CSO magazine about a survey that that these guys did. the The Enterprise Strategy Group and the Information Systems Security Association. How's that for a tongue twister? So here's the there's a bazillion statistics that we won't go through on the air because they'll put everybody to sleep. But the takeaway is. Thirty percent of cybersecurity workers are considering leaving the profession entirely, just doing something else, okay. basket, anything, basket weaving, anything. And half, half of all cybersecurity workers are are considering a job change. Now think of that in your in Brad in your company, Brad, in your company, and everybody out there in your companies. The people the people that do all your cybersecurity stuff are they kind of like second class citizens? And and if you're a CEO. Think about your your tech, the technology in your company, and this is a question I want: Is your technology an asset or an expense? Which is it? Right. right. If if your technology is an expense, then you want to minimize the expense. So you're not going to pay for a lot of training. You're not going to appreciate the workers that that bust their butts to keep you safe. They're just they're just resources. They come and go, and so that's why that's why that contributes to why we have all these stupid penetrations and why why we blame the victim because most of the time it's the victim's fault. So t- treat your IT workers better. So here's what you do. Everybody listening, if you're a boss, if you're a company owner, everybody, listen up. If you're a company owner, today is Sunday. Starting tomorrow, you double your salary of everybody that works for you. Tell, tell them Greg said so. Wow. <laughs> tell yeah. them to use, yeah, and tell them to use their money to go buy my book. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, they, they, uh, they're going to be uh, hiring you as a representative here, Greg Scott. Yeah. If, in, <laughs> if indeed... I think you ought to get a cut out of that if indeed uh, some take that to heart. Oh, yeah. Every, buy, the, buy the book, man. That'll be my cut. That's all I want. Buy yeah. the book. Yeah, and of course, we've talked about your uh, your books, uh, Bullseye Breach and uh, Virus Bomb. Of course, uh, Bullseye Breach based on a, a fictional company uh, that yeah, bull, Bullseye, uh, that large a, Minneapolis retailer named Bullseye Stores. Yeah, they lose yes. 40 million credit card numbers to some overseas attackers. Right, right. And a, and a bald-headed IT guy named Jerry Barkley and, and, and Jesse Johnson, who's a fraud analyst, they come up with a way to fight back. That's a really, really, really cool way to fight back that nobody in the real world's thought of that, I can, that, I, that I've seen yet. So now, we, yeah, and we have been talking uh, multiple times, multiple visits of yours, 
Uh, Trafficking You is a book that uh, you've been working on. Is, mm-hmm. it, is it coming out? Do you have a release date, Greg Scott? What could you tell us about that? I don't have a release date. It turns out that that um, lots of that um, apparently many of the many of the traditional publishers don't like to publish books about uncomfortable topics like human trafficking. Imagine that it's an uncomfortable topic. Let's shy away from it. It's kind of like kind of like in, informal censorship. So I'm not sure how I'm going to publish mm, it yet. Okay. I'm. Uh, um, Next, maybe next time I'll have a date. Right now, right now, uh, the the search for agents and publishers so far has been an exercise in frustration. You know what? Anybody out there listening? Okay, trafficking you. First of all, here in Minnesota, when it, when we say the word, when we say you, everybody knows it means the University of Minnesota. Right. Everybody in America knows that you is like whatever university is close to you. But it turns out that some people don't know that, and they think the letter U is – they don't know what the letter U means. So that's a problem with the title. Okay. And then the word trafficking puts trafficking right in people's faces. That's a problem with the title, too, because I don't want to read a book about that uncomfortable topic, mm. so I just put it on the shelf. Right. So I'm thinking about other titles, and so if you out there listening <coughs> – we'll just crowdsource this right now. If you out there listening, if you've got ideas for titles, call in. Like, call in or, or send me a suggestion on my website. Give me something useful. There's a book in it. I'll send you some of the books that I have. Just give me something useful, and I'll send you a book. How's yeah, that for a deal? Yeah, absolutely. And, and like I say, uh, we've given out Greg's website, uh, dgregscott.com, dgregscott.com. I've also linked to it at my blog, bradcarlson.org, on the post promoting today's show. So, again, uh, if you've got anything, any any tips for Greg, any, any connections, uh, networking, you know, crowdsourcing, like you yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. please free, feel free to check it out. So, uh, is it just as simple? You know, you're talking about the you know IT employees. You know, with all with all the pressure regarding cybersecurity. In your estimation, is it just do they feel like an unfair burden's being placed upon them? They're not valued enough. There's not enough resources. All of the above. All, all of the above. Yeah. Constant stress. Constant tre- Constant stress. Constant on call. No. Um. No lack. No. No training. Um. Not. Not. Lots of underappreciation. Um, and um, and nobody and uh, no clout. When you are you as as a and I've I've and I've I've seen this firsthand in, in several customers I call on. Your job is to respond to emergencies. Your and and if you you can give me all the advice you want about staying away from emergencies, but I'm not going to listen because you're 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 nobody and I'm somebody. I was at a organization a long time ago, and this is going way back to the '90s. And they all wanted that their um the internet was young and there was there was um all these shopping sites and and you could download you could click a button and download some stuff onto your computer to get cool discounts of whatever what whatever it was and these were in a medical place with patient data and Ooh. and all these people were downloading all these cool cutesy shopping things that that had hidden pieces inside. And I went nuts trying to tell people, don't do that. You know what you Greg know what is always in. Yeah, yeah, Greg is always ahead of his time. Greg, yeah. got about 10 seconds left. Thanks for stopping by, sir. We appreciate the time as always. All right, thanks. You need an elevator pitch. <laughs> Ten, five seconds. Ah! And, folks, thank you for tuning in. Godspeed, my friends. A fraud analyst goes to war me. with human traffic. Oil investments involve a high degree of risk, and actual results may vary. Oil and natural gas keep going up as the Russia conflict escalates. Get in on the next major oil boom now and help the U.S. with your patriotic investment that can potentially pay you monthly income for up to 20 or more years. That's the sound of a producing oil well and the sound of a smart investment. If you're an SEC-accredited investor and have at least 25000 liquid now, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects and a huge tax savings for this year. If you invest in oil and natural gas, you're allowed to write off nearly 100% of your investment in the first year. Goldman Sachs is projecting oil to go up to $100 a barrel, and natural gas is the fuel of the future and trading at record prices. Call 800-287-6691. Encore Energy is a major investor and experienced operator in its core area of operations. Call now and learn how to deduct 100% of your investment and create 20 or more years of potential monthly income. Call 800-287-6691. That's 800-287-6691. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? 
That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than two bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15 day guarantee. Call now. 800 846 2124. 800 846 2124. 800 846 2124. That's 800 846 2124. All of us love sports. But not all sports are created equal. College sports have big budgets, dedicated alumni networks, and corporate sponsorships. Professional sports have even deeper pockets. Millionaire owners, lucrative TV and radio deals, and merchandise sales. High school sports have you. Everyone agrees high school sports give us plenty of reasons to cheer. And now's a great time for us to give back. Supporting your hometown high school won't cost you much, but it will go a long way to ensuring the games we love the most are here to stay. Minnesota High School Sports. They're good for our kids, good for our community, and best of all, they're good for you. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. AM 12. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.